Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 97.1 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. Joe Biden is the weakest incumbent in America since Jimmy Carter in 1980. And don't forget, on the Thursday before the election, Carter was dead even with Ronald Reagan. After their one debate, Reagan beat Jimmy Carter by nine points. This is a look into the future. Former Senator Jim Talent uh, joining us uh, on the phone here right now. Jim, uh, welcome back. Thank you, Mark. That that was Frank Luntz, uh, who we all know, uh, who's very famous for for his uh, punditry and taking polls leading up to elections. And he's comparing the weaknesses of Joe Biden uh, to Jimmy Carter, which I've heard other people say, but he went further than that. He went into detail about how he's he's losing uh, the youth vote. He's losing the black vote. He's losing the Hispanic vote, not losing as in more of them will vote for Trump than him, but that large percentages of them, much larger percentages of them are looking at Trump instead of Biden. Well, are you surprised? I mean, if you look at the situation in the country with crime and the border and the economy in general and inflation after the schools were closed for two years and all the other issues that are roiling the people and you know, the Biden administration owns them, those issues. I mean, in other words, they they've been out front. I mean, they've they've claimed credit for the things that are driving uh, what is hurting Americans day to day. And so, yeah, he's very weak. And this is why I say I want our movement, my movement, to focus on winning in November. And I think we do that by focusing on what Biden's done wrong and how good things were under Trump, assuming he's going to be the nominee, which I think he will. That's the, those are the issues to drive, Mark, in my opinion. Yeah, it, it sure seems like it. I, I just, uh, you know, the mainstream media is not really talking about that. And I, I just thought it was interesting to hear uh, Luntz make that point. Jim, uh, any thoughts on this uh, tax bill that passed the House yesterday? It, it it enhances child tax credits, but they're refundable child tax credits. And and um, basically, I heard Thomas Massey talking about the fact that this basically is just a, a payoff. I mean, if it's a refundable tax credit, then it just means you're going to get a refund. Yeah, it extends. But there are other provisions in the bill that that are really good, like expensing. That's very good for, uh, you know, for the economy. The research and development tax credit is in there. The child tax credit is the controversial one on the one hand. Uh, that's a good way to provide support for low-income Americans if you're going to provide it. On the other hand, we have a network of support which um, gives a lot and doesn't demand enough. In other words, I was always a supporter of, and we did this in the welfare bill, work requirements uh, for able-bodied Americans uh, as part of support. And most Americans do believe in that. And of course, you can't put that in a tax bill. So 
that's the controversial part. I guess, I don't know. My inclination would probably be to support it. Um, you're not going to get everything you want, um, but um, that's that's the part that's the most controversial. Yeah. You know, I, you and I have not. Uh, Kim, did you have a question? Well, no, I just wanted to ask his opinion on the whole situation with Congresswoman Cori Bush, if you had any thoughts on that whole situation, because Mark and I have talked yeah. about, she says there have been threats on her life, but surely if that had happened, like a true attempt to kill her, it would have made network news. Well, yeah, I mean, and and if something like that happens, I mean, if you get something that you think is a true threat, you know, you get some crazy mail, you know, you report it to the authorities and try and make an assessment about how real it is. And then if you have to take some steps, you take some steps. I'm just I'm not inclined to credit it, though. Based on what she's saying, I mean, surely um, being surely being a a former U.S. senator, you probably got your fair share of people sending you crazy emails, letters, threats, things like that. (laughs) Yeah, when I was in the legislature, I got a letter, and in those days, you know, you got letters, and I framed it. It's still in my basement someplace. It starts off: uh, you have about as much chance of getting my vote in the next election as a snowball has in the hell you've created for me. It was actually a very well written letter. And, now, that was, to be fair to the correspondent, that that wasn't a threat. I mean, it's just a, it's other than a threat of not voting for me, and fair enough. So you do have to, it, it, you know, it, particularly in this day and age, you have to take it seriously. Maybe I should say let's give her the benefit of the doubt until we see what's behind this. But she does tend to dramatize the situation she's in. Let's put it that way, right? Yeah. 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 Jim, uh, quickly here, I got I got about a minute uh, just to get your thoughts on on the passing of Gene Carnahan this week. I know you you served. Yeah, I mean, I you know, I I tweeted out um, I knew Jean and Mel for a long time. Uh, She was a noble woman who cared about the country and her family. And, um, you know, I miss her. And it's um, part of I mean, they were they were the an older age cohort uh, vis-a-vis me. So I can't say that, you know, they were sort of my group in politics, but I respected them both. And uh, even though Jean and I ran against each other, um, you know, it was uh, she ran with integrity. I like to think I did. And she's going to be missed. Well, I tell you what, I appreciate uh, appreciate your thoughts on that this morning, Jim. We'll talk next week. Thank you. Okay. All right. Talk to you soon. I appreciate that. Yeah, I knew that uh, I knew they had uh, they had run against each other in in 2002 and I figured he since he served with her and knew of her, that he would, uh, he knew both Carnahan's, mm-hmm. obviously, very well. But uh, that was sad news this week. Get more at 971talk.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.